Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Road Coach Podcast, where I share everything I have learned from years of living on the road through research and experience, so that you can not only survive, but thrive, even when you are out of your element. If you're listening to this episode on your favorite podcasting app, and you have audio only, I highly suggest you go to the YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash the Road Coach Podcast, so that you can follow along with me and see exactly what I am showing on my screen as I go through this. So today, on today's show, I would like to talk about uh, the perfect protein shake uh, in my mind. So this is something that I have um, sort of developed and tweaked over the years to try and find the best thing that works for me. Um, and I try to find a combination of you know lower calorie, higher protein, uh, complete nutrition, that helps me get everything that I need, but also stay ahead of my uh, my protein goals while staying in a calorie deficit on a daily basis. Um, and so when you're at home, this is much easier to do, obviously, because you can have all your ingredients with you and around you, but I've developed it so that I can take it on the road relatively easily uh, with just a shaker cup and a couple of Ziploc bags. Uh, and that way, the first meal of my day can be something that I know is giving me the nutrition that I need to get through the day and also keep my macros in check and all of my vitamins and minerals. Um, not the only thing, obviously, that I eat and not the only um, you know supplement or whatever that I take. And we'll go through supplements in subsequent episodes as well. Some of the things that I think are most important uh, for your daily nutrition uh, and your daily regimen. But for today, I just wanted to talk about my go-to protein shake. So it starts, I'm uh, on a website right now that you can see from the video if you're on YouTube called wholeearthandc.com or wholeearthc.com is the website. Um, and this is a product that I believe has now been purchased by Natural Factors, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, Natural Factors here. Um, but it is produced in Coquitlam, BC. Um, which is the west coast of Canada. I'm uh, I'm from Ontario, Canada, so a uh, nice homegrown product. And uh, the product that I use for my shakes is what's called um, the Whole Earth and Sea Protein and Greens. Uh, and there's a couple reasons that I really like this. Um, the first one, obviously, is that it contains 21 grams of protein in one scoop, uh, which is not quite as good as uh, a traditional whey protein that most people use. Uh, but it's got another bunch of benefits packed along with it um, that help out with that. So the protein is derived from pea protein, P-E-A, the vegetable. Um, and then it's got a whole bunch of other uh, vegetables in it as well. Some beautiful things here. Um, I drink the chocolate one. There's a tropical fruit, a vanilla chai, and it's unflavored as well. I find the chocolate one works best for my mixture and um, my taste preference. But the big thing here is that it's 100% fermented. So the reason that fermentation is really good uh, for any of your vegetable additives or your greens mixes or something or anything like that is that when you take a high dose of vegetables, especially when ground down into powder form, they can cause bloating and, um, you know, a little bit of digestive upset. Um, and when you ferment them, it eliminates all of that. So you can get all of the benefits of a green supplement and your protein in the same shake, uh, without having any of that bloat that comes along with it or gassiness or anything like that. Um, fermentation obviously also provides a number of unique pre and probiotics, um, that can help with your gut microbiome um, and uh, that 
is one of the biggest reasons that I moved to this from a traditional protein powder. Um, it's certified organic, it's uh, gluten-free as well and non-GMO. So for anyone concerned with those things, um, it provides all of those benefits as well. So I'm just gonna go down here and show you. So like I said, it's 21 grams of protein and I think one scoop contains 140 calories or so. So again, a little bit more calorie content than a whey protein, which I think is around 118 or 120 calories um, per scoop and or per 100 grams, I think it is. And, uh, and it'd be 20, around 27, 28 grams of protein versus the 21 that's in the, um, the protein and greens. So when I go to the nutrition tab here, you can see what's in it. And um, you've got the protein blend is pea protein, rice, amaranth, hemp protein, and quinoa. And then all the vegetables that are in fruits that are in it, it's got alfalfa, carrot, barley, apple, blueberry, cranberry, broccoli, cabbage, arugula, cauliflower, red radish, upland cress, watercress, wheatgrass, kale, parsley, spinach, tomato, beet, pepper, Swiss chard, spearmint, celery, basil, artichoke, black radish, cilantro, dandelion, and then cocoa powder and organic flavors, some cherry extract, uh, and then the mushroom, and it also has a mushroom blend, which is really, really nice about this specific protein powder, is that it's got cordyceps, reishi, himamatsutake, shiitake, maitake, and turkey tail mushrooms. So if you're into taking mushroom supplements or you take a mushroom powder as well. This kind of puts everything into one scoop and one product. So you don't have to take a bunch of different things on the road or put a bunch of different powders into a shake. Um, in Canadian dollars, it works out to about $3 a day, which is not bad at all for, for your protein. Um, and because it gives you your green supplements and a mushroom supplement at the same time, it's kind of the most cost-effective way um, to get all of these nutrients in one shot. And that's why I really, really like it. So with that being said, the uh, biggest knock against vegetable proteins in general is that they are not necessarily a complete protein. Um, and that's true, but it is a little bit misleading when you say it's not a complete protein. So when you look at, I'm going to go to my next tab here. When you look at the overall nutritional content of a pea protein versus a whey protein, you can see here that the calorie content is very similar. Um, there's a little bit less protein, as I mentioned, in pea protein than whey protein. There's a little bit more carbs um, and a little bit more fat, but it's negligible. Um, and there's a lot more fiber in pea protein, which is really nice because fiber is something I think that all modern diets um, struggle with is getting enough protein and protein is one of the key or sorry protein and fiber is what I meant to say um, and fiber is one of the key ingredients in your food that um, is required for proper digestion and to foster good um, gut microbiome growth the reason we're eating fiber is not because we can digest it as humans but because our bacteria in our gut feed off fiber so the more fiber you eat the more your gut microbiome will flourish and better bowel movements you have, the better you will feel in general. We've all heard of the, you know, the gut brain um, relationship and how your uh, mental clarity and the amount you can focus um, and your overall feeling of well-being is very highly tied to your gut microbiome. So fiber is very important as uh, in that sense. Um, and then it's also got a ton of iron in it as well, which whey protein does not. Now, not necessarily such a big deal for 
the men in the audience because men tend to get a lot of iron in their diet. Uh, they have higher levels of iron naturally, and then they get a lot more iron in their diet from their meat. Um, women, though, tend to need a lot more iron in supplement form than men do. So having a lot more iron in this, this is a great option for them as well. So um, that's the nutritional profile. When we talk about whether or not something is a complete protein, that's whether or not it contains all of the essential amino acids um, that you need for proper health. And this shows you what a complete protein uh, in all of the essential amino acids that are listed here, what a complete protein contains um, in percentage uh, to, um, to be considered a com complete protein. So when you look at the pea protein here, it is a complete protein in all aspects except for methionine and cysteine, okay? And... It is very close to being a complete protein in that one category, but it's not quite there. So for those that um, have a problem with vegetable protein or specifically pea protein, you are correct technically, but it is so close that it's negligible. Um, and how I compensate for that is when I make my shakes, I make them with milk. And milk, the main protein, obviously, in milk is whey. There's also a bit of casein, but it's mostly whey protein. Um, so I kind of counteract that to give myself the extra levels of amino acids that wouldn't be coming from the pea protein. And I'll explain what milk I use and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, when you look at the amino acid comparison uh, for whey and oops, whey and pea protein, I'm just going to go up here. So I've got whey on the left and pea on the right. Cysteine here has... There's 0.7 more grams um, in whey protein, or sorry, 0.7 more percent in whey protein than in pea protein. And then your methionine here, there's 0.5. So although whey protein is considered complete, it, um, it, is, barely, it is barely more in the cysteine and methionine area than pea protein is. So it is a complete protein, but they're, they're very, very similar in profile. Uh, so I think that I wouldn't say it debunks that argument of having a complete protein, but what it does is I think it gives me confidence anyways, that having a pea protein is about as close as you're going to get to a complete protein in vegetable form. Uh, and this particular product, the whole earth and sea protein and greens obviously has so many other benefits, um, with having your full green supplement, the mushroom supplement being fermented that I think it outweighs the slight uh, underperformance in the full amino acid profile. So that's my main protein source in my shake. I shouldn't say my main protein source. It's one of the main protein sources in my shake. And then I said I use milk. Now, a lot of people don't drink cow's milk. Um, they don't like it for a variety of reasons. Um, I would say some of them are personal or moral reasons. Um, for others, it's the lactose. They can't digest it properly. Um, for others, it's the fat or the sugar content. Um, and so I wanted to show you the exact milk that I use. This is a Canadian company, Fairlife Milk, and it is um, it is probably not available everywhere um, for those that are listening outside of Canada, but I'm sure there are similar products that you can look at um, that would have a similar profile that you can get the same benefits that I get from the Fairlife um, ultra-filtered milk. And this is the reason that I use it. So the ultra filtered milk uh, obviously has whey protein. So it's got the, the full amino acid profile to be considered a full protein. But the other beauty thing is it because it's ultra fine filtered, 
It has much less calories, fat, and sugar um, than a full, like a 2% milk or a, a milk that's not ultra fine filtered. So you can see here, it has 14 grams of protein for 80 calories, um, which is really, really impressive. And when I pull up, um, if you go back to my episode on, on, uh, on protein content, protein uh, amount, the grams of protein divided by the total number of calories and how to keep your ratios high enough regardless of what you're eating. Um, when you take that ratio here, 14 grams of protein over 80 calories, this milk hits a 17.5% protein ratio. And if you recall from that last episode, or if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Uh, it's episode two. Anything over 7.5% grams of protein divided by total calories will pretty much guarantee that you cannot overeat in a day, but you will still get ample protein to continue to sustain or build muscle. So this milk at 17.5% is a great option. Um, milk also contains a ton of other nutrients, calcium, vitamin D, vitamin B12. Um, as you can see here, the full profile here, riboflavin, um, phosphorus, magnesium, zinc. Um, while also giving you that really high protein content. This ultra-filtered milk as well <clears throat> um, from Fairlife is lactose-free. So if you're lactose intolerant, this is a great option for you to make your shakes with, getting a high protein count, a great taste, but also um, avoiding that lactose if you don't do well with it. Now, the one other thing I put in there lately, um, and this may not be forever, uh, but I've been using Athletic Greens. So my wife got me a subscription to Athletic Greens at Christmas uh, and I've been using it for about six months now. I absolutely love it. It is, a, again, a green mixture, um, vegetables and fruits. Excuse me, but the beauty of this is that Athletic Greens has 12 servings of greens with every scoop and it's only 50 calories. So there's no real protein in it. I think there's a gram or two of protein. However, adding this to my shakes ensures that I get all of my fruit and vegetable requirements and more for the day um, with my first meal of the day. So that's why I add the Athletic Greens. It also has a nice taste and uh, that uh, helps make the shake really good. And then the last thing that I wanted to do was take you through a... Uh, just an analysis of this on MyFitnessPal. So I've spoken about MyFitnessPal before, I will again. Uh, MyFitnessPal is a great free app that you can put on your iPhone or you can put on your computer. Um, and it contains thousands and thousands of foods that you can get both at restaurants, uh, but also just regular groceries. And you can look at the nutrition content of pretty much anything you're eating. So when you put this in here, I've got my Athletic Greens, which is one scoop, 50 calories. I've got the Whole Earth and Sea Protein in Greens, which is 140 calories, my cup of Fairlife Skin Milk, and then the last thing I throw in there is three large eggs, okay? So when we look at that total, and they're just raw, and I shake them up, gives it a nice creamy texture, you can't taste them, raw eggs are great for you. Uh, and what it gives you is 55 grams of total protein. So when you look at the macro content of this particular meal, you've only had 485 calories, but 55 grams of protein. So 55 grams of protein over 485 total calories gives you a ratio of that meal of 11.34% protein over your calorie content, keeping you well above where you need to be to get all your protein for the day without overeating. And it gives you your full nutritional profile of all your vitamins and nutrients and a ton of fiber um, before you've even gotten to a meal that you have to eat out at a restaurant or something that you don't necessarily know the nutrition content of. 
So that's it for today. If you want to know more, feel free to reach out on YouTube or on Instagram at rjcrate.com. And until next time, I hope you continue to thrive even when you're out of your element. Cheers.